Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This Week in APA, edition number 76. I hope everybody out there is doing well. I know I am. I'm John Azalon, your host. I am uh, in uh, the house, not going outside unless absolutely uh, necessary. Uh, so I will be staying in. I uh, just go over to see my uh, my father, who is uh, 90, will be 92 in May. So we're making sure he's staying safe. We're limiting visits, but uh, we're making sure that he's taken care of. And I hope all of you are practicing uh, social distancing and uh, when all uh, possible, uh, definitely just uh, stay in the house. Uh, do not obviously go to uh, crowded areas and let's try to keep this at a minimum so we can all get back on track. I will say this, this has uh, been a godsend for uh, me and a lot of other APA players because, you know, a lot of people are sitting around saying, man, I'm bored. I, I, I'm just sitting around the house. I, I really don't have anything to do. I'm tired of watching television. You know what? We have got the perfect remedy and the perfect hobby. It's APA games, and you can play uh, baseball, football, golf, hockey. Uh, there's none on TV. There's none being played. So you can go to whatever year or season you want and play. All the players are healthy. They can gather in any amount of numbers you want. You can be playing your games in front of full houses and stadiums and arenas, and it doesn't really matter. So just stay in, play APA. Have a great time. I know that's what I'm doing. I am so happy because I'm actually getting some movement done on my 64 replay. So that's that's uh, really making me happy. But uh, uh, more more than that, uh, happy to report that I haven't heard any problems from any of our APA community. Uh, I've been staying in contact with John Herson. He's doing the best he can. He says he's very, very busy at the game company. Uh, not much of a surprise there for people trying to get uh, teams and seasons and games and and whatever else it takes to keep them occupied as they are locked down in their homes. So, uh, and that reminds me, uh, John and I are going to do uh, a podcast here coming up very, very shortly, maybe even uh, this weekend or early next week. So we're going to put that up. He'll keep everybody uh, abreast of what's going on in the Apple world, what's coming out new with the uh, uh, spike in business that he is seeing. So uh, looking forward to talk to him. But uh, today we uh, are going to uh, have a couple of guests uh, here for uh, this edition of This Week in Apple. It'll be Kirk and Kevin Weber. They are twins out of the Michigan area. Uh, they were very active on the uh, APA Facebook sites, and they also do a podcast called Double Take, and uh, that is on the Anchor, pod, uh, Anchor podcast site. So if you get a chance, look it up. It's called Double Take, and I am going to be welcoming, uh, welcoming them onto the program here uh, after this quick break. So stick around and uh, listen to the Webbers uh, talk about their app experiences and their podcast. So we will be back on this edition of This Week in APA. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Asselon, and I got a couple of guests on board here this afternoon. Uh, they are also self-quarantining in the great state of Michigan. 
these guys uh, are twins, believe it or not, uh, not Minnesota twins. They're Michigan twins, but uh, they have a podcast on Anchor called Double Take. And what it is, they explore sports and pop culture. And these guys are APA guys, which is why I got them on the program. So please join me in welcoming Kevin and Kirk Weber. Guys, thanks for joining me and thanks for taking time to do the podcast. Yes, thank you for having us, John. Yes, for sure. Well, listen, I've, I've, I kind of followed you guys a little bit uh, on the Facebook website. I know you guys uh, play APA and uh, you're, you do some tournaments and, and you post on the uh, APA Facebook pages. But uh, uh, first of all, I just want to ask you both uh, how you got started in APA, when you started. And so we'll start with you, Kirk. Tell, or you probably have the same story, but go ahead. One of you tell me how it all got all it began. Right. Well, it is pretty similar. Um, we were introduced to APA by a mentor coach, baseball coach, when we were uh, younger. And so it was at the same time. And basically, he had the 1974 um, you know, season and had played with that for a number of years. It was pretty worn. And we did some kind of drafting and leagues and played. And after that, we got into it where we bought some seasons, starting with the 1984 season all the way through basically – um, 1987, I think. Mm. Did we go to yeah, 1987? So we had 84 through 87, and then we would draft each year out of those um, cards that were there. You want to add right. to that, Kevin? Yeah, we were about 11 when we started, and um, you know, I, I guess you know, there's still that uh, thing that we have with those 70s teams. We've been looking at a lot of teams lately, so you know, <laughs> when you have those like uh, the 74 Dodgers, and like I was just watching. Uh, you know the Mark Fidricks thing the other day from yeah. uh, you know MLB All Network and Andy Mesh. You know, you know it was uh, Kenny Holtzman. So I, I mean, I knew Kenny Holtzman because he was a good hitter. You know, it's like, right. man, he was a good hitter in '74. <laughs> I remember that. You know, yeah. So yeah, we, we kind of have that, even though that was a little bit before. I mean, we were alive, but we were just little kids when '74 was around. So yeah, yeah, that, we got it, hooked on it then. It, and and you know, it, you mentioned the fact that you know you're watching a lot of of uh, games from the past because of, of this uh, uh, crazy thing that's going on in our country and really around the world with the coronavirus, and we're all locked in. Um, uh, and, and I, too, go to MLB, and uh, I watch the Fidgers game. I watch the Red Sox and, and Yankees, mm-hmm. the uh, 78 playoff game. So yeah. uh, I'm getting reacquainted with a lot of those, those old seasons and, and the players and uh, if you know anything about me, I play a uh, 1964 replay on BBW. So I'm kind of an old school kind of guy. I like the history of baseball. So all this is okay with me. Um, when you guys got started, you said you started with the 70 sets. So you got in there. Then you kind of came uh, into where you were in your lives into the 80s. Talk about how you progressed uh, from that point on to now. Well, I mean, basically, by the by the late 80s, early 90s, we were kind of getting to the end of high school and went to college, and we both went to Michigan State, and um, we kind of moved away from playing APA then, and there was weird things going on with baseball, too, you know, by, by the end of our time in, in college, you know, there was the 94 strike and no World yeah. Series, and there was a lot of negative things, you know, with baseball, so we kind of tailed off, got in, we both became uh, teachers, high school teachers, 
um, you know, get families going. And then um, it really wasn't until probably close, getting closer to 10 years ago now that we started to kind of revisit some stuff. But Kevin was the first to do that, right, Kev? Yeah, I was actually in, in Cooperstown. I've been there a few times, you know, visiting the Hall of Fame, and they sold an Appa set in the gift shop, which, you know, it's hard to find. You don't find Appa yeah. being sold in stores. So right. I'm like, man, you know, yeah, I, I need, I want to buy this. So it was just basically the World Series teams from, uh, I think it's 2001 set. So I bought that and had the game boards and all that kind of stuff, kind of their anniversary set, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of got going from there and then i, I just have a, a daughter and i thought well maybe she might want to play and she's played some apple here and there but you know it's not necessarily her big thing but uh, right so from there you know you just get rehooked you know how it is i mean yeah. apples like that so and it, you know uh, just remembering back to your childhood and all the good things that came from it you don't remember all the frustration when you rolled no numbers but uh <laughs> you know so. and i think yeah <laughs> I think at that point, like you said, hey, I got I picked this up and then I started looking at things and I I ended up picking up the 2012 um, season. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I have, uh, you know, uh, three kids, but my oldest son, I thought he might like this. And he's actually played quite a few APA games on his own with uh, Ah, the neighbor and stuff. And so we've Ah. gotten into it that way. But uh, then then, you know, things always we both kind of get a little obsessive. And, uh, you know, you just kind of keep adding on to it, you know, yeah. it's easy to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. And is. then when you, when you have an income, you know, like, you know, I, I have some money, I can, I can some. buy sets and I have a lot of, I have a lot of Apple cards now, a lot uh, of sets, you know, a lot of stuff related with the Tigers, but I'm like, well, I want all the great teams of the past. Well, I know I have them, you know, uh, right, I want, you know, right. and so you say, I'm going to re. I, I, I know you do the 64 John, yeah. um, you know, I just I like to do the single team replay, so I like replay yeah. the '84 Tigers. Right yeah. now, I'm almost done replaying the '68 Tigers because you know we're both um, history teachers. I also teach English, but history. Oh, so that that you know, like I know a lot more about the '68 Tigers now, even though that was four years before I was born, because I played. I'm playing 162 sure. games with them, you know. So you understand yeah. that. And like last yeah. night, I posted a thing about Jim Rice on that app a facebook page but the reason that I, came about because i was talking about mickey stanley and how he hit in all these double plays all the time he and, led the league with 22 double plays in 68 and when i play with him he's always hitting into a stupid double play it's like you're not a power hitter you're fast how are you hitting in all these double plays all the time you know yeah hits so, the ball too hard right yeah, yeah i must, guess so must have been yeah 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 i mean that, that that's a story i've heard a hundred times guys start out early in their lives as teenagers then of course life gets in the way high school girls college you know then your jobs and and then that darn disposable income gets you back in <laughs> yeah <app>. and then <laughs> it is it's 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 addicting because uh, you know my story's a little different i mean i didn't start playing appa till the 80s but i had played a board game a baseball board game when i was a teenager i just found appa later and then really loved it and have been playing it ever since. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems to be the trend amongst uh, guys that play, that play APA. And, and, uh, and you're right. When you go back in history, I mean, 1964, I was eight years old. I, I had just become a baseball fan. But, man, I could you name any player for 1964, and I'll tell you pretty much everything about him. Mm. So it, it, does kind yep. of, uh, it, it does kind of spark your memories and it sparks your love of the game. Do you guys play any other games besides baseball in the Apple world? We, when we were um, uh, in middle school, early high school, we got the football game. We played that mm-hmm. for a little bit. 
didn't quite stick with us. We also bought the basketball game back oh, in the day. Wow. And we played that. Um, and, of course, you know, that game is is like uh, going going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> so, You're talking about um, getting lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, you know. It's, you know, some games are better than others to fit with that. I never have tried the golf game, but I would like to try that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we try those a little bit. But pretty much we're just Apple baseball kind of guys, you know. You yeah. know, and the thing with the baseball is the baseball, there's so much. Uh, it's so perfect how it works. when, mm. And then I think, you know, it can be kind of the entry or the gateway into some of the other Apple products. But right. what happens is the the baseball, you, you understand pretty quickly. You can pick it up pretty quickly. And then you, when you go and you try some of the other products, and we were, these were kind of older ones too, it was so confusing. We're like, I didn't expect this. I was expecting it to be just like, you know, yeah. how the baseball was, you know? Yeah. And we were like, oh, this isn't working. Um, so yeah. like, I, I and, put and, a lineup, I, I roll the numbers, and that's a game. You know, I have to make yeah. all these other decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I thought the same thing. And I, I, I you know, I thought that, you know, it'd be difficult because there has to be some type of a learning curve, whether you play football or 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 hockey. And I, I kind of uh, observed the golf game while I was in Alpharetta during last year's convention. And and, and I just think it's something you got to sit down, take some time to mm. get it. And you don't have to learn. It's like the basic game to the master game. You, you, if you learn the basics of it, it's pretty easy to play. If you want to get a little more involved and then you got to maybe look at a few more of, of the options that you have. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I mean, I, I have, I have not actually uh, purchased or played any of the other games, but I, I plan on doing it, but I got to get this replay done. I'm seven years in, I got to, yeah. I got to power through, but um, now you guys have this, this podcast called double take. Um, and I listened to the last edition uh, uh, that you did. And, and you kind of talked about, uh, your your experience with APA because uh, with everybody kind of being locked inside their house, uh, board games might become a thing. Um, first of all, tell me how you got started with the podcast and, and what made you think about doing it. Well, uh, Kirk was talking about it for a while, maybe almost a year, like, hey, we should do a podcast. Hey, I got this idea for doing a podcast. And then finally, there was at one point I'm like, well, let's do it, man. You know, because you know he he he's pretty good at figuring out different uh, software things and how to kind of put it all together. And of course, we don't want to spend a bunch of money on it, um, right. even though we just bought microphones. But that's good enough. Um, so <laughs> it kind of started with Kirk, and then we thought, well, what are we going to talk about? So you know, you want to open it up, and of course, you know, we like Appa, so that kind of figures into it. But as as you see, we talk about other things going on in the sporting world. Uh, popular culture you know we always kind of come back to the Beatles because we're huge Beatles fans oh yeah like yeah no doubt no doubt do you know my first concert ever was 1964 the Beatles at Cincinnati Gardens that's true Holy cow. that is <laughs> that's awesome. my my mom had bought my sister and uh, two of her friends tickets to the Beatles of course you know my sister was she's about five years older than me mm. and uh, her friends couldn't go either that or her their mothers wouldn't let them go and they so, that. yeah, I know. <laughs> so she said, man, do you, I, you know, I got two tickets. Do you want to go? Can you bring a friend? I called a friend. We went, 
Because I was. I, I was eight years old, but I was a big Beatles fan. I thought they were great, and that was my mm-hmm. first ever concert. So it's kind of good. It's kind of good bar, you know, uh, right. uh, trivia. So let me get this straight. Your yeah. memory is that you went to this Beatles concert, which is awesome, and their memory is that they could have gone, but they didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. That is you know, exactly right. I, there's part of me that's jealous, but, of course, I had no opportunity <laughs> to do that. But right. that that is – now, do you remember – like some I do. things from it. What do you? Remember? I do. I I remember a lot. I remember the crush of the crowd and 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 because we you know we got there we got to the back of the line and they, the doors weren't open. People were gathering, but as it got closer, now we might have been there. I don't recall the exact time, but might have been fifteen twenty minutes uh, prior to the doors opening. More and more people kept coming, and you know we were. I was eight years old, and me and mm-hmm. my friend and. And I started thinking, wow, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it, you thought it might be like out? the Who. It might be <laughs> yeah. like the Who well, in Cincinnati, yeah. right? <laughs> and you know what? I saw a special on that. And, of course, that was, you know, here in Cincinnati. And it, it made me think back to that time we were outside of Cincinnati Gardens. And I'm thinking, you know, that could have easily. Now, back then, I mean, it was more, it was a different type of crowd. There were a lot of parents there. There were a mm-hmm. lot of parents there, and they were kind of keeping track of the kids. But yeah, it it it, it could have gotten uh, a, a little dicey. But uh, and I do remember going in, and I I can recall uh, we're going off track here, but I'm going to keep. But I remember Cincinnati Gardens because I would go watch basketball games there and hockey games as an adult. And when I went, I'm thinking, man, this is a small venue. But when I was, it seemed like we were a mile away from the stage. Uh. <laughs> I mean, we were up. But, you know, you can, I remember can see the stage, but you could only hear screaming every once in a while. You'd hear a note being played and, and that was, and that was it. And then sometimes when they were talking, you could hear them saying something. I remember Marianne Faithful was one of the opening acts and they had an R and B band that was an opening. I remember a lot about it, but, um, man, you know, to, to think that that was my first ever concert. That's pretty, that's pretty normally awesome. Normally they did two two sessions in a day that were about thirty five minutes long too. I mean, it probably didn't take that long. You know. You know what? It was I I looked. I don't know if I looked it up or I was I, I saw it somewhere. The concert their their actual performance was thirty three minutes. Yeah, that's <laughs> about normal. Three minutes. Yep. And that you you know you you hear Bruce Springsteen doing two and a half hours, three hours, and and uh, Paul McCartney. That's the other thing. Is Paul McCartney now plays out on his own? He does two and a half hours, yep. sometimes two forty-five, yep. and I'm thinking, dude, you only give me thirty-three minutes. Uh, yeah, you know? <laughs> but you are in the same place as all four Beatles at the same time. That's that's yeah, basically you, what you got out of that. <laughs> that's what that that is that. Well, that's Which all is I cool. Cared. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I've had I, I've had my experiences with celebrity uh, here and there, but uh, you know, to think that they we were in the same building. That's that's yeah. That's pretty good. That's, now, that's did cool. you ever see uh, Oscar Robertson play there at this? I did. Record? Yeah, oh, we wow. went to see the Royals play. Probably, I know my dad uh, would take us, and I probably saw three or four games. My dad and my uncle. My uncle was a big sports fan. He loved college basketball. He loved uh, 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 pro basketball. But then you know, but then the Royals left, um, and so we didn't have any more professional basketball. And then um, we had some minor league hockey. The Cincinnati Cyclones, who still mm-hmm. exist, but. At the time, they played over uh, in the uh, in the gardens, which was outstanding. I mean, mm. I think the the total capacity is ten thousand, um, and they would almost 
fill that every night. I mean, it was it was a it was a great venue for hockey. But uh, but yeah, I I did see Oscar. Uh, I did see Oscar play. I don't know. I don't think I saw him play uh, when he was uh, going to college uh, there because I would have been maybe four or five years old. But I do remember seeing the Orioles. Yeah. Yeah. He's something else, like averaging a triple double for a season. Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you know, there's a lot of talk about Jordan and talk about LeBron, and uh, I, you know, I'm old school. I'm st- I, I, I'm the same guy though that says that J- Jim Brown was the greatest running back mm-hmm. of all time, uh, because I used to watch Jim Brown every Sunday because before the Bengals, which that harkens back some fond memories when the Bengals weren't around, yeah. but. Uh, when I was a kid, we would see all the Browns games. They were like the mm. regional right. team. And Jim yeah. Brown, I mean, I, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so I still go with Jim Brown. I still go with Oscar Robertson as the best <laughs> best athlete. So anyway, but that's just me. So, yeah, I mean, just to kind of finish up your original question. Yeah. So we decided that we would put together, you know, a podcast and to see where it went. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, we've been pretty consistent with episodes we kind of had a little lag uh through january but came back and then with this coronavirus and a lot of people at home we uh thought Mm. you know a good topic would be like in our last episode to just talk about our experiences with appa go because that seems to fit into kind of uh what you can do playing appa uh, from a distance you know so right and that's kind of the direction we went with it you know on that last one yeah, and that's the one. That's the one I listened to. And uh, you guys got into Apago. You guys have gone to some of the regional tournaments. I know the one in Greater Michigan. Obviously, you're up there, and you're planning on attending the one in Chicago. Let's hope that mm-hmm. uh, we find a way to get that yeah. get that going. But uh, yeah, you guys, your your, your guys' discussion on Apago is very interesting because I I played Apago when it first came out, but I'm so involved in my replay now that I just don't. Uh, uh, I really haven't had the time to go there, but uh, some of your uh, ideas I thought were really good with the uh, with the connection between players on the site uh, mm-hmm. or, or, or while you're playing games or or uh, talk a little bit about that because I think people out there would be interested in that. Go ahead, Kev. Um, well, you know one of the one of the I guess you know and I guess I got to preface this by saying that we really like Apago and we sure. think it's great, but there's some things that could be better. <laughs> okay. Right. So we're just trying to give some constructive criticism. But anyway, so they have a main message board that everybody that's on the current site can um, give a message to. That's fine. It'd be nice if individual players could send messages to each other so you could know stuff. And then also they have a, a thing set up there for tournaments and we try to do that. But the problem with yeah. the tournaments is you don't know when all the other people are there. So some of these guys, like we've done a couple of four person tournaments just to try right. to get through it, but you got to like randomly be on the site at the same time. You have no way to connect You can't like go on there. Even if somebody's offline and like send them a message, say, Hey, let's play at one o'clock on Thursday or something like that. If they had that ability, you could really run some pretty sweet tournaments and things on there. But it's just it's just kind of a quagmire the way that it's set up now because you know I see these guys like hey I'm gonna have a 16 team tournament it's like dude you're, it's gonna be three years before you finish that thing all right so you're and talking about work. something like a, like a direct messaging um, yes for this yeah yeah I, and I think that's a great idea I mean I, you know I've I've talked to Jeremy Bueller uh, a number of times and uh, not not since I don't think I've talked to him for maybe a few months but you know things like that. Have you sent some of the suggestions through the site 
uh, to Jeremy? You know, we haven't. And I think a lot of it is because we just so occasionally had played and we were playing in mm-hmm. a much more intense way. And yeah. then the two of us started brainstorming some stuff on the on our episode about what we thought could be improvements. Now, I we know that there's, you know, I don't know what costs, you know, things would have. Yeah, but yeah, I, right. I, you know, but if there's a way to have and you want to be safe online, but, uh, you know, and there could be kids playing, too. So you want to mm-hmm. make sure. Th- but you can message within the game, which is pretty yeah. much open to do whatever you want. So there is that's pretty, you know, like just there's nothing going on there. But yeah. um, like if you have your account and then you could like kind of basically friend people, you know, or have a a group of preferred people, then you could communicate outside of a game. And I think that that would allow you to have that communication. You know, there could be a few more things that a uh, person running a tournament or a league could have too, that Mm -hmm. I thought could be good because I think um, leagues and tournaments could be great on there. If you could have more communication and coordination with it. Yeah. Unless you personally know somebody, unless you personally know somebody, you can't right. set up a league very well or a tournament, you know, because it's just so hit and miss. Right. You know? With random players, you need to have a way to centralize the communication. And 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 I when when I listened to the to your podcast, I thought, you know what, that's a good idea. I haven't been on Apago in a little while, um, and, but you're exactly right. And 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 I. It, I don't know, you know, how you feel about it, but you know, when I talked to John, uh, you know, John Herson, um, we both kind of agree that Apago may be the future of this oh, game it is. company it is. because yeah. if you want to change the demographic from people over fifty or sixty years old and bring the younger group in, you're going to have to have something that attracts them to the game and social media and and technology is where they are going to go. They, a lot of these kids aren't going to sit there and look at cards and roll dice like we all mm-hmm. do because we enjoy it. But mm-hmm. uh, you, you guys are, are, are younger, so you might like the electronic uh, part of it too. But uh, I think um, this is the future uh, of the game company. As long as these older guys like me stick around, uh, we'll still buy uh, the cards and dice and things of that nature. But I, I think if the game company knows this, I mean, I, I'll certainly reach out to John and to Jeremy when I talk to him. But I think you guys have perfectly good points. And I, I think that um, you make a good point. And what things that I wouldn't want to see go away from Mapago is mm. being able to see each card as the player comes up, because that for if you're an older player or person that likes the cards, you still like seeing the card. Like I just yeah. uh, did the $20 subscription for mm. every card. Right. Right. And I'm right. playing with all these teams and, and Kevin hasn't done that yet, but I'll be like, I'll play with, you know, this <clears throat> team and you can, you can see what they look like. We love looking at those cards. Right. Right. Um, right. And I think that that, can give you that feel for it. But then for some, you're right. Some younger people are people who don't want to house all the cards or move all the stuff. You can yes. play a game much quicker through Apago mm. than, um, you, you know, the setup that kind of goes, even if you have a pretty good organized, you know, kind of room or something, yeah, it still takes more. Yeah. You know, it just kind of does it for you. So you could still bring people in for the card part if you wanted, but you still have the APA old school kind of looking at the cards and, and the characteristics and the character of them. Um, yeah. 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 Because I like in BBW, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I think it's kind of similar to what you see in the publishing world. I mean, we still have hard copy books 
but there's digital books and they they can relate yeah. we still have we have digital music but we still have vinyl music yeah. you know right. so you got to kind of have both they're still going to kind of be there for those that like either or you know yeah well the, the yeah. thing that i i like is i play bbw and i just don't have the time uh, I'll roll games here and there with my grandkids and and uh, with a couple friends who still do it. But I play BBW, and the fact that I don't see a card and it's just you know uh, pitch and enter to mm-hmm. find a result. It's kind of to me, it's kind of cool because you feel like you're you're at the game. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what the probabilities are. Like if you have the cards in front of you. I mean, you can look at a card and say, well, I got eight chances to get a hit or five chances to get a hit. Where in the computer game, you know, you're going blind in there. And I think it makes it, and it goes much quicker. I have played App and Go, and I thought the same thing about the cards popping up. It's sometimes interesting to look at a card. But if you can speed up the game, I think that's where you're. That's where the younger <laughs> set would want to go. Yeah, that's true. I see what you're saying, but you, then you lose some of the uh, annoyance or joy. Like Kirk and I were playing a game last night, and uh, <laughs> he had Dave Stewart for the what was it? The 1981 what? Dodgers. 81 Dodgers, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was He's a relief like, pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was up in like the, I'm up by three runs in like the seventh or eighth inning, and. Yep. Dave Stewart has like what, did he have five twos on his card? Yeah, Dave Stewart was um th- uh, he was two for five in nineteen eighty one mm. with a triple and a single, so he hit yeah. four hundred, and he had a two on eleven thirty three and sixty six, <laughs> and Kevin with a man on second and two outs decided, hey your pitcher's coming up I'm going to intentionally walk the eighth hitter which was Bill Russell, who hit like 235. He was awful. So he intentionally walked Bill Russell to get to a 400 hitter. And I had already... Not knowing what the card looked like. Right, right. right. Well, you could have looked at it, but you you, you didn't. And so I I had exhausted any potential good pinch hitter. So I'm like, I'm going to let Stewart hit. Of course you are. That made it first and second. Now, being old school, Appa, you know, first and second, a two is a home run. It was a home run. Right. So he's got he's he's like Babe Ruth up there now, right? <laughs> and he's better than Babe Ruth. He's got four chances rolled. And I I rolled a 33-2 and he hit the three-run homer and tied the yeah. game up, you know? So Now you're that, playing out walk and then got this. <laughs> that yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that Kevin garbage. texted that on there too. He was like, that is an app of baseball because in I, real life I'd be pinch yeah. hitting. You know? Absolutely. But in your yeah, game, absolutely. John, you would know that. This Dave Stewart would have hit a home run and you would have been like, "What?" Well, now, now, well, that no, well, I don't know. You got to know the stats, though, too. I mean, you got to know that. Well, you could know that he's gonna, a 400 hitter, right? Well, you, well right. You got to know that the card, if he's got a card and he hit 400, somehow that card has got to replicate that in, in okay. some way, shape, or form. So come on, man. Don't blame, don't blame yeah. us. I should have walked him to get the crummy Steve You should have pitched to Russell and then walked Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. He should have. I should have walked him. Yeah. Yeah, but because walked Steve a relief Sachs pitcher, had, yeah. intentionally walked a relief pitcher. That's what I needed to do in Apple Ball. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But that's, well, that's still, but know, it still happens. Win. It you can yeah. still play Apple Ball online. So like yeah. for some people yeah. who kind of don't go for Apple Go, it's still it's still there. Those elements are still there. Those frustrations that you have with the actual cardboard um, right. is the same thing. You know, right? Um, right. So it it's 
it's it's fun in its own way. I mean, he was I could tell Kevin was furious, but you know, <laughs> it's just a game. You know, <laughs> whatever. Know. But it's like, hey, it's you brothers. You know, you guys. I'm sure it yeah. wasn't the first time you guys have fought over <laughs> over anything, let alone Apple. Yeah. The the beautiful thing about the chat on um, Apple Go is you can put <laughs> swear words on it if you want. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah you got that little connection. I I know. What Though you're saying. I would recommend that if um, there was another thing for Apple Go, if there is a young person. You know, they have something that because I don't know how old most of the people are older who you play <clears throat> blindly on there. But yeah. I'd want to know if it's a kid. Not that I swear on on the chat with other yeah. people or something, but I would just want to know, you know, just to, you know, be a good role model. Yeah. Um, you know, right. that sort of thing. Just an age young. range or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful. Then they're going to say, wait a minute, this guy's a weirdo. He wants to know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, maybe, I know. maybe it just shows your age range or something. <laughs> or like, like if you're yeah. a minor or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, I, right, right. No, I, I totally understand what you're saying because you really don't want to just go freewheeling on there. Right. If you, if you don't know. There's another thing I thought was interesting that you guys talked about. On your last episode. By the way, I'm promoting this double take for you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, people. Yeah. I hope people listen because it was fun. I, I enjoyed listening to it. But you talked about, uh, and this may be because you're at home now, but, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if it was uh, you, Kevin, or you, Kirk, who was talking about uh, picking the 2001 Mariners for the Chicago tournament. Mm-hmm. And Apago allows you, since, uh, you know, you can get any team to kind of take a team and kind of experiment with lineups and, and different things to know what to go to Chicago with and, mm-hmm. and know what your uh, optimal lineup would be. So, you know, for guys who are in these regional tournaments, this is a great way of, mm-hmm. you know, and I think one of you even said it's like a spring training. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah I, I'm taking the 2001 uh, Mariners to Chicago, and um, Kevin's taking the 2013 Tigers. And so mm-hmm. we both – uh, purchase the team for three dollars, and yeah. and it's the, the prices are fine, you know, because you can hold on to sure. it. And so then, and you normally get a few of the extra players that you might not have in your envelope, but mm-hmm. that's okay. And then, yeah, you can start manipulating the lineups, and um, you know, in that Chicagoland tournament, it's a four-man rotation. So you you know you got to figure <clears> out <throat> how you're gonna, and it's a DH, so you can start kind of playing each other. And figuring out what works the best, you know, um, right. especially for if you, you know, if you're thinking boards and stuff, you know, hit and runs and, yeah. and, and things right. like that. Apple ball. Yeah. yeah. Apple <laughs> ball. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. it, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I played in a tournament last year and I, they, there are guys that that will do that. But that's hey, That's in the rules. That's within the parameters. You do what oh, you yeah. do to win. But uh yeah, it, it it's it's a great time. I have I've not played in a regional tournament. I hope to start getting in. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about even uh, hosting one here in the greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, uh, mm-hmm. sometime in the near future. Obviously, after all yeah. this craziness, uh, this ends. But uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I, again, it's another another tool that you can uh, uh, that App and Go has that you can use uh, for these tournaments. So one of you said that uh, Johnny Bench. Was your favorite player? Yeah, that was me, Kirk here. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, so you were a big Johnny Bench fan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I, I just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you pick, you, you know, when you're almost too young to remember, and you'll pick yeah. that guy. He was my guy, man. 
Yeah. yeah. But John John knows him, so he says he was yeah. a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah. You guys were listening. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll tell you. Now look, I, I you know, I tried to defend the guy when I worked down there. Like, you know, this is his office. Don't keep, you know, you don't want to be bugged. He's trying to concentrate. But I saw him outside of the game, and he he wasn't any better then. But yeah. uh, you know, everybody changes and mellows. And I saw the uh, the MLB specially did. He's taking care of his two kids now. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you just hope that uh, you know things have changed. And you know, it's uh, you'll you guys will find out. You're young now, but as you get older, you'll mellow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's tough, though, when somebody like Bench comes up when he's like 19 and then yeah. he's like a superstar almost right, right. away. And, you right. know, that's that. You, know, right. you got to deal with that. So, yeah. And it was a different time. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was totally a, a different time. But uh, but nonetheless, yeah, Bench, great, great. Guy. And still, you know, we were talking about greatest of all time. I, I don't in my book, he's the greatest catcher. Uh, of all time, defense, offense. I mean, you know, he put it all together. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I was fortunate enough to see, you know, 81 games a year of him playing during the uh, during the 70s. So it was it, it was it was very enjoyable. You have a um, lot of things that I'm jealous of. I mean, you're seeing the Beatles. You got to yeah. watch Johnny Bench play in his yeah. prime. Um, oh, that's great. I'll, I'll- off the record, I can tell you some some pretty good stories that uh, involve uh, people, <laughs> some of the Reds, and yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite an interesting uh, life. I, you know, I tell people that all the time. I think you know, I have lived an absolute full life. I'm 64 years old, but I mean, I I I've got some great stories and great memories, and it's mm-hmm. it's just uh, fun to relive some of that. I've been very very fortunate, but yes, uh, yeah, maybe sometime we'll talk. Or uh, I just got a uh, quick question for you, yeah. John, about yeah, bench. Yeah. So you know, after the '72 season when he had the big surgery and everything, did you you know you got to see him play quite a bit? Did mm-hmm. you notice any difference in and how he was as far as a hitter? I mean, obviously he never hit 40 home runs again and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but did you notice anything? No, I, you know, I really did. I mean, I was uh, shoot 72. I was 16, you know, years old. That was my first year. I actually, uh, actually, um, became a groundskeeper, uh, in August of 72. So I was lucky enough to see that, uh, uh, pennant, uh, mm. that they won against the pirates and bench at the home run to tie. And, uh, yeah. uh but it, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I really didn't, you know, really pay attention that closely. He was still a great defensive catcher. Um, and, yeah, when I saw the, uh, the, the documentary on it, I, I, that kind of hit me, too. It's like, you know what, I, don't really, I didn't really think anything about it. But you look at the numbers, and his numbers, you know, did go down. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's hard to say. But, um, yeah, and it's hard to say if he didn't have that, what kind of numbers he could have put up. Yeah, so. it makes me think that he would have had even better numbers. Um, because, and I think it also, t- you know, kind of tapped into some of his athleticism. He was a much, uh, like he was a, a very good base runner his first mm-hmm. you know, five years or so. Yeah. Um, and I think it also kind of started, I mean, not that he, I'm saying that speed wise too, you know, like, yeah, I yeah. mean, he, he could still instinct wise run the bases, yeah. but, um, yeah. but like he was uh, in APA, if you look at some of his early, I mean, he, um, is medium most of the time, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the verge, probably on the edge of fast in those late sixties kind of time period. So, and that's something that Kevin yeah. and I do talk about. I don't know if you've heard, if we talked about in our last episode about how, when you think of players, you think of, you know, their APA card, you know, like yeah. when I think of Johnny bench, I think of a nine, nine you know, catcher, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. But I mean, I know later on he's slow, but 
I think that um, I think that he was a better athlete, and some of that injury hurt him there too. Well, and, and well, age and catching too. I mean, yeah. you know, that, oh, yeah. that, that that'll take it out of you. But you know, mm-hmm. I you remember the '76 World Series. I mean, he was the World Series MVP. I don't he hit mm-hmm. two home runs in Game Four, but he had a mediocre '76 season. Yep. Yeah, But you know, he seemed he seemed to always shine in the spotlight. When the spotlight was on, he he came through, and and he was he was just one of those players, one of those guys that was just destined to be one of the all time greats in the game. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it, it, regardless of of you know the personality that I saw, you know, I I, I would li- I would really like to sit down at some point and talk with John and and just you know talk about his career and and things as it uh, it, it was certainly a, an interesting one. Yeah, um, you guys. Um, Still doing, uh, uh, still doing the, uh, the podcast. You guys, uh, I think you got like 19 episodes in. Uh, now, do you guys have guests on your on your show, or do you just you guys talking uh, talking through topics? We would like to have a guest, um, and we don't rule that out. We have not had a guest yet. Um, actually, we've had two semi guests. Kevin's daughter and my daughter have appeared wow, on the show. Um, <laughs> so I guess family. we've gone that far, right? But right, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, there's ways like what we're doing here um, to communicate from different locations and have guests, and we uh, would like to do that. Yeah, uh, we're just gotta work it out uh, with somebody. We normally, I don't know about you, Kevin, but um, my kids still snicker at the dinner table about my podcast, and you know. <laughs> Um, in the whopping, you know, $5 we've made through anchor or something like that, or, you know, and so like, you know, it, it kind of, sometimes you got to kind of brush that aside. Ah, you well, my daughter hey, used to sorry. make fun of my, my umpire podcast, but it does pretty well now. So she doesn't do that so much anymore. So there you go. Yeah. Now, Ke- now, Kevin, you are an umpire. What kind of, what, what, uh, what leagues, uh, do you umpire your college or semi-pro? What do you do? Um, well, I do, um, um, collegiate and high school umpiring. Um, of course, this year all, my whole schedule yeah, got waxed, gone. you know, right. because and I actually got the first couple uh, D1 non cons that I had, and those got canceled. So I do D, some D1, D2, D3, NAI, JUCO, high oh, school. Okay. I've done the state tournament here in Michigan a couple times, um, hmm. state finals, and all that. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I, I went down. The, the only time I've been on the field this year was in February. I went down to do a Michigan University of Michigan scrimmage. And yep. I was supposed to be inside calling balls and strikes for them. And they're like, hey, it's 32 and it's not snowing. Let's go push the snow off the field. <laughs> so they did because it's turf. Turn the lights yeah. on. So it was like 32. I did six innings. That's the only time I've been on the field. So, <laughs> so, yeah. oh, you Everything else got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's been disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, I've, I've had, I mean, I, I do uh, ESPN broadcast for a D1 school here. And, of course, that's out the window. And then. I do summer uh, uh, collegiate summer ball um, broadcast too, and and they're thinking that's going to be canceled as well. So I'm going to yeah, be a year. Do you without do the broadcast. Great Lakes Summer Collegiate League? Great Lakes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. there's a team up here in Muskegon yeah. that I, I do yeah. a bunch of their games during the summer, and we'll see what happens. I've got oh, no at kid. least a half yeah. a dozen on my schedule, but I hope it yeah. goes. Well, they were saying <laughs> that the league itself is saying they're going to kind of wait, but our team says, you know, we really have got to start this thing now and trying to get players. Now, a lot of the players have been contracted already, but yep. the fact of the matter is, you know, are they going to come? Are they, you know, are they going to be tentative? Are you going to have, 
you know, maybe 12 out of 25 guys show up. Uh, it, it's, it's, everything's mm-hmm. on a bubble right now. Cause that's really like the impossible. first week of June and it's coming. Yeah. Quickly, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, it is. It is the first week of June. So, you know, those things are, are, are up in the air, like really everything else uh, going on in this country. But uh, guys, I, I, I tell you, I, I know that you're, you're both school teachers. I work for a school um, goodness knows if, if that's even going to start up again before the end yeah. of the year. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, all I can tell you is, is have fun, uh, being, uh, being locked in. You both have family, so that's great. You can depend on each other. Um, but I really, I, I really appreciate you coming on the program, uh, talking about your podcast and, uh, I really appreciate you spending time and, and making this one of, uh, one of my favorite, uh, podcasts to date. Uh, you guys, you guys oh, have nice. really been great. Well, thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much. And, and, and you may get, you may get a notification from me when I got nothing to talk about or don't have a guest. I might have you guys on again. Maybe you'll be regular, semi-regulars anyway. Oh, anytime you want. <laughs> we Really, we can do it now that we figured some stuff out technically. So yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You guys helped me out getting this one on the air. So I, I really appreciate it. Well, listen guys again, if you're wanting to look it up, it's called Double Take. Uh, Kevin and Kirk explore sports and pop culture. It's on the Anchor podcast site. Look it up, favorite it, listen to it as much as you can. And guys, uh, if you ever need me, give me a call. I'd be okay. happy to Absolutely. come on with you. All right. So, all right, guys, Kirk and Kevin Weber, they're my guests. And we will take a break. When we come back, we'll finish things up from here on This Week in Apple. All right. Oh, it's that time again, time to wrap things up on this episode of This Week in APA. I want to thank my guest today, Kevin and Kirk Weber, and I want to encourage everybody to check out their podcast, Double Take, as they talk about sports and pop culture, and uh, today we're good enough to talk to me uh, a lot about their APA life and APA experiences, so uh, thanks to them. Uh, I want to thank it, uh, give a, a big thanks out to everybody who listens to this program and sends me feedback on it. Uh, I definitely want to encourage that. You can send me voicemail as well here on the Anchor Podcast site. Got a lot of uh, positive feedback about the uh, six-episode special edition of This Week in APA. Uh, featuring Dom Previciero's uh, Commissioner's Corners. Uh, a lot of people saying they really, really liked it. It was very informative. And uh, you can't thank me. You have to thank Dom, who did just a fantastic job and uh, was vigilant about getting it out. And uh, uh, it's, hey, look, it's it's almost two hours long, but you can break it down into uh, any one of the six segments uh, you don't have to listen to it all at one time, but certainly at some point listen to each and every one of them because uh, it gives you some great information on leagues. And uh, uh, again, thanks to Dom for that. And thanks to the folks that have uh, let me know that they they really enjoyed that. Uh, and again, for everybody, stay safe out there. Uh, we still got a ways to go before we get through this crisis. Uh, but in the meantime, Keep playing APA, and if you do, let me know on the uh, APA uh, Facebook pages. You can message me if you have me in Messenger on Facebook, or you can send posts to the This Week in APA site uh, on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you, and uh, don't forget, coming up soon, we're going to have John Herson 
on uh, hopefully as early as next week. So uh, stay tuned uh, uh, for that. And as soon as we get that together, uh, I'll put it up on one of the Facebook pages to let you know it's ready to go. So that'll do it from here. Hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay in, and help out each other. Until next time, this is John Aslan saying so long, and thanks for listening to This Week in APA. See you, everybody.